Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Hello, Internet. Welcome once again. It's Saturday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, it's time for Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up show. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man, as I always am. And I'm excited to talk about some games. This is like the second week in a row we did Gaming Gumbo after having like two or three weeks off. It's crazy. It's crazy. Still no Torchwick uh, after the show today. Uh, I had the week off last week as... Moving into RIT happened and had uh, orientation and all that stuff. This was the first week of actual classes, so no Torchwick stream after this today. But, but, as we were trying to figure all this out and the schedule and would Saturday night still be the best time because now there's a roommate in the equation and all that stuff that comes with college. Talk to Torchwick this week. Looks like Saturday night after the show will still be the best time for Torchwick to stream. In fact, sitting in chat right now. Uh, so probably next week, Torchwick will be back. Probably next week. Yeah, going to do it. There, there it is. Network, do a network, network, network test. <laughs> it's going to be a Words. long show uh, to see if the internet is, is okay. It should be. It should be. Yeah, so be Can looking you do forward. Like the Porky Pig outro? Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be nice to have Torchwick back. Possibly next week, we'll keep you posted. But in the meantime, today, uh, Tarkoth will be live later tonight. No problem there doing Live Alive, Live Alive, Live Alive, whatever the hell you want to call it. If you're watching live, make sure you throw your opinions in there as we go. We'll bring them up on the show. If you're watching after the fact on uh, YouTube or listening on I iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, all that, all that stuff, Make sure you head on over to readycheckradio.com. Check out old episodes. In the upper right-hand corner, you got all the socials. Do us a favor. Click like on something. Subscribe on something. Put a comment on something. Feed those algorithms. And if you like what we do here, tell a friend. Easy, fast, and cheap. And it supports us. Joining me to go over a lot of fun stuff today, including Gamescom, Mr. Troy Blackburn. What's up, Noob Fridge? I have some bad news. I just realized I have a knife in my hand, so I'm going to like oh, yeah. pass that over there. Yeah, you <laughs> are not me. good at this. You are not good at this. We do not want like banned or anything. Did you see some Twitch streamer got herself banned again this week? I don't even know. I, I like I didn't know the name, but she was accidentally having sex on stream. Oh, I think I seen a. Did you guys see that? Of that? Yeah, I saw the screen. I mean, I didn't that. see it. I didn't. Yeah, I, like not the. I heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, you can hear him also on the line. Mr. Dom Greco, what's up? Hi. You're not How's accidentally having sex on stream right now, are you? Not that I'm aware of. No, no. Yeah. If you didn't see it, by the way, it's not It's not like even like worth seeing, right? It's It's not like, wow, I got to go see this video. It's That's crazy. No, it's not. Uh, she played whatever she was doing and whatever game or whatever and was typing to chat and stuff and was clearly like moving and having some type of reaction to something uh turns out her boyfriend was behind her you know doing his job and uh the camera shot included a window so you're an idiot is basically what happened because windows when it's nighttime outside reflect uh the best part about this is like the and this wasn't even in the show notes so i don't know why we're talking about it. it's gaming related right i don't know just yeah exactly why um, <laughs> the best part about it is like every article was like, oh, the window, you can see the reflection. That's how they got busted. Blah, 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 blah. And if you're feeling risky and you want to check out the clip, click here. Okay, fine. You got me. Whatever. Clickbait. Click. Let me see this thing. And I'm like, why the fuck did you need the window? There's eight seconds where you can see his head behind her. Like, <laughs> why, why did you need the window? There, there was no detective work needed here. Mm. Anyway, yeah, nobody on this show accidentally having sex? Great. Okay, fantastic. Let's talk about Gamescom. Gamescom was this week. 
We prepped last week, letting you know we were going to be talking about it this week, and we are not going to go through every single release at Gamescom because obviously oh. we had the opening night live, which was like a two-hour presentation with a bunch of games and trailers and new gameplay for things that we know are coming, and a few new things along the way. Uh, but then we had the next day was the Future Game Show, and we'll, we'll cover a little bit about that. I was actually really disappointed with the Future Game Show. I don't know if, if you two were as well. Uh, we'll get to that when we get there. And then there was little bits of news that just kind of dropped from the show. Right? Obviously, this being the first time Gamescom was in person, it was probably a blast to be there. Uh, to be fair, we can't see what's going on below the camera frame. Oh, on this show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Oh! Uh, anyway. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a good one, gang. Stick around. Stick around. We're having a good time. Some of us have more of a good time than others. Uh, <laughs> Somebody's having a good time anyway. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, we're not going to cover everything, but I do want to hit some of the... I, there, I guess, Dom, there weren't really any surprises, right? Like their big closing no. surprise got violently spoiled the day before. But, but before, before we even talk about the games... I just because me and you have very similar opinions on on Jeff. I just want to know where where are you sitting with Jeff hosting the show? Okay, where I, where you think he is? Uh, from a top to bottom thing, I hated Gamescom's uh, online presence this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I yeah, I love Jeff as a person and as somebody in the game industry. I hate him as a host. I've said it often on this show. Yep. The last Game Awards, or the last uh, Summer Game Show, sorry, I thought he did better than he has in a long time. That's not saying much, but it was an improvement. I I was, at one point in the Discord chat, or I think it was actually maybe an MMO Bombs chat, we were talking while the show was going on the opening night live thing, and I was like, who the hell lit this stage? Yeah. Like, everybody looked like there were just, it was so harsh uh, from top down that put these really? shadows on their face. And I, I compared it to like people looking like they were telling ghost stories with a flashlight. They were just Healy like, these looked harsh about shadows. like 20 years older yeah. than, than normal. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't know if it was the lighting or what, but he looked like way older than what he normally looked like. Like, unless he aged 20 years since December. I mean, you know, many like... of us have, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it has been a rough eight, eight or nine months, a rough couple of years. So some of yeah. us are aging. I, honestly, the the awards, like, why did they cram a couple awards in there? That just, I was like, that had to have been Jeff. That yeah. had to have been like, oh yeah, let's do some trailers, and you know what? Let's throw some awards in there. And I'm like, just keep that at the game awards then. Uh, yeah. The, they were like most anticipated Xbox game or most demanded, whatever they were calling it. They showed four or five trailers, and I was like, I've, I've never heard of any of these. I do this for a living, and I have never heard of any of these. So, yeah, I was not a fan of any of the presentations. Jeff was... Uh, it, the whole show looked bad. I don't know how much of it was Jeff's fault, though. I don't know mm -hmm. how much of it was Jeff's fault. I was disappointed in the game presentations themselves. It was a lot of cinematic trailers. Yeah, a lot. And very little gameplay at all. And I was really hoping to see some gameplay for some of this stuff that's coming out late this year, early next year. I thought they would have a little something to show, but it was it was just so much cinematic trailer that it just got old. Yeah, and then at the end, like they made a point with uh, Dead Island 2 uh, to, to really be like, well, when can we see gameplay? Hmm, how about right now? Bruh! Oh, okay. So you did know people want to see gameplay uh, <laughs> of these things. <laughs> you, like, you, you were cognizant of it enough to make it a joke. But yeah, there was, I, I mean, Callisto Protocol, which obviously that's one we're going to talk about. They showed gameplay, but you're right. It was, it was very few and far between. There were a lot of official teaser trailers, a lot of cinematic reveal trailers, um, there were very few that were in gameplay, and chat kept saying the same thing. Show me gameplay. Show me gameplay. Or Dying there, Light. There was too. one. Dying Light, I'm not Dead Island 2, sorry. I assume we're going to get to it, but there is one that uh, lit up my inbox, my Discord, Twitter, uh, friends that I haven't talked to about PC gaming in months were messaging me about the, the Dune survival MMO, mm -hmm. and that was just nothing but cinematic trailer, but that got a lot of people excited. Like, I've never seen, I've never had that much response come towards me, like, have you seen this? What do you know? Do you know anything else? 
Yeah. I've never had that much of that come towards me over one thing before. Yeah, so kind of we'll, we'll take them in 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 order, uh, you know, mostly reveal order. And again, we're not going to cover every single game here, but there are some like Dune that I do want to get your takes on. Uh, everywhere, coming from X Rockstar team. <laughs> Ironically, the outline I'm using here is IGN after we kind of bashed them before the show. I totally forgot that. <laughs> uh, oh, I did. I thought it was kind of ironic. Uh, <laughs> so that's former lead developer of the GTA series, uh, Leslie Benzies. And it's a new IP. That's kind of all we know. Multi-world, open-world game, and yeah. Dune Awakening got a new trailer. This is coming from Funcom, who I guess just kind of said, you know, we have one really successful game in a desert, Dom, so let's make a mm -hmm. second one. Uh, because yep. Conan Exiles continues to do pretty well for Funcom. Yep. Now we're going to get a survival MMO. Um, how much... MMO will actually be in that has yet to be determined. I guess in some ways you could try to call Conan Exiles a, a survival MMO since there are multiplayer elements to it. Not massive though, so maybe there's the argument. We, we don't know, but the trailer you know, I, I love the Dune IP. I'm a big fan of the Dune IP. My dad introduced me to the books when I was like an early teenager. Uh, and so I absolutely love it. I don't know how well it fits in an MMO environment unless you're telling a, a side story. I feel like it, it's going to be it would be very hard to to do an MMO narrative driven with the main IP source material because it's just so much in there. There's just so much in there uh, that I think some of it would be diluted to a to a great point. I don't know. As soon as they said survival though, Troy, I was kind of gone. I was like, I'm over survival. Like this just keeps going. I know you like those types of things yeah. though. How are you seeing it in a Dune IP though? Uh, to me, uh, just first guess, it's gonna be one of two things. It's either gonna be Conan Exiles with a different IP on it, or it's gonna be more like New World uh, if they wanna call it a survival MMO. Uh, they really seem to put the word MMO out there in a time and age where not everybody wants to be called an MMO. Yeah, but at this uh, point, nobody wants to be called survival. Like, even New World, <laughs> yeah. like, just put a strike through on the word survival. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's and that, that's what really surprised me about the amount of feedback and excitement that I was getting from folks was survival MMO. I was like, this isn't like, they didn't say theme park MMO. They didn't say MMORPG. They said survival MMO. And my first guess would be, Conan, you know, Conan Exiles with a different IP. But a lot of people, I think they just seen the the word MMO and got excited about Dune. And a lot of huge fans of Dune out there right now, especially with the new movie that just came out. Uh, a lot of people were introduced to the Dune IP that maybe weren't already familiar with it through the books. Yeah. Or the older movie that's a slog to get through. <laughs> But yep. uh, you know, it was just—it was just interesting the the amount of feedback that I got from it, with having that survival tag in it uh, from folks who I know personally, especially that I, I don't know as survival MMO players or survival game players. Yeah, I have a feeling though a lot of people are going to end up disappointed because it's not going to be an MMO RPG, and mm. on first glance, seeing Buzz Material Dom, it did kind of leave the impression by using the term survival MMO. That mm -hmm. oh this might this is World of Warcraft in Dune, if if you're close enough to the genre you know that that's not what they were trying yeah. to say. But if you're on the periphery of the genre, it could set you up for some disappointment here. Is this anything you're interested in though? I mean I love Dune, um, the, but I think I think more people are just attached to the word Dune than they are any of the other words. Like I don't even think MMO or survival was registering in their brains. They're just like video game Dune. Let's go. You know, like, I don't know. Like, if, if they, they maybe they should have dipped their toes in, like, uh, Tremors instead, you know? It's the same premise, right? Big giant sandworms. Yeah, but then you don't have space crack uh, <laughs> if you do Tremors. You, you don't get to say, hey, there's spice. Go get the spice. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Which obviously is I, probably going to play a huge part in, in I'd the, probably the rather play a Tremors game, though, just to be honest. <laughs> Roll your Kevin Bacon and see what happens. <laughs> see what happens. You know, often people forget Kevin Bacon was in Friday the 13th. So, mm -hmm. you know, he's not he's not always been great. Johnny Depp was in the original Nightmare on Elm Street, right? I mean, yep. they, they got to start somewhere. They got to start somewhere, right? True. Uh, and that, oh, Callisto Protocol, baby. 
<sighs> this oh, was you're gonna you're gonna skip right over the controller. Oh yeah, PlayStation Five's doing a new controller. Uh, controller? yeah, yeah, great, fantastic, fix the drift. Um. <laughs> I was actually going to comment on that <laughs> if we started talking about it. I don't know. Yeah, fix the drift. They, there are, uh, we're going to talk about it later, but there's some cool stuff with PlayStation 5 haptic feedback that companies are messing yes. around with. It's very, very cool. Callista Protocol continues to look awesome. New gameplay. I can't wait. December 2nd, uh, the release date for this one. I mean, this is like right up my alley. The third person survival horror gore dead space resident evil like just throw them all in a bucket and see what happens i am totally on board i have been totally on board for a while however however not on board enough for your gamestop exclusive collector set mm. holy mm. hell <laughs> i mean the statue looks cool don't get me wrong but this is an unknown ip a 250 dollar Collector set, steel book, some pins, cool looking statue. Like there's, it's not, it's nothing you haven't seen before. But I'm not sure. You're lucky you're getting sixty or seventy on this right now. You know. Was I'm, anybody else like frustrated watching them try to like play the game? No. Watching this trailer, I was, I was really frustrated. I'm like, come on, you know, what, what are you doing? No. Just use that power and throw them into the saw every time. No. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was totally like. Yeah, I get show that. Off stuff, yeah. I get it, but just it's not effective. Throwing them into the saw blades every time. Let me move my camera shot up a little bit. I did like where they used uh, one of the, one of the bodies as a shield. Yeah, yeah. From one of, from one of the other ones, that was. And I will cool. say the way they ended it was pretty cool. The whole thing I thought was awesome. I'm I the only thing that could screw this one up for me, I think, is just a dumb story, Dom. Yeah, like oh, I, I think that's the only thing that could kill my enjoyment of this because, like, the gameplay, like nothing looks earth-shattering and ground yeah. exactly. Like nothing looks so brand new that I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna like that or not. I'm gonna be, I'm fine with third person. I'm fine with this type of combat. I'm fine with this type of type of dark environments and stuff. You got to have the story now because mm -hmm. if you don't. Uh, yeah, or if you just do like a retelling of as much as I loved Resident Evil Village, right? It was basically a new Resident Evil Four. Uh, when you look at the narrative beats of of Village, love the game, but I was a little disappointed with the story. I hope that's not the case here because you get a little less leeway on shit like that, Troy. When you're a brand new IP, and you're also a love letter to Dead Space, the yeah. original game people are going which have by the way has a remake coming out right behind you <laughs> yeah it does so enjoy your time in the sun new ip <laughs> what you're writing a love letter to is back baby <laughs> uh lords of the fallen gets a new trailer and a title the uh, yeah lords of the yeah, fallen they took the two away <laughs> and put a the in front of it so now it's the lords of the fallen not Lords of the Fallen. Sequel to two. Lords of the Fallen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, I've never played Lords of the Fallen. Did either of you? No. no, I haven't played it. So did this interest you at all? No, I can't say that it did. Not really. I feel just... So the reason I know... It may be a great game. I, you know, I'm not going to bash it. I don't know. But yeah. when I want to play something like that, I just boot up Dark Souls, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know, but there's but there's a there's a genre of people out there who just they want the next Souls like whatever whatever's yeah. coming next, the big, the big fancy. Yeah, I guess. Moving out too is announced. I forgot the original moving out was a thing. This uh, actually looked fun though. It does, and, and I remember saying that about moving out, and then still never bought it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. You know, I I like wacky based physics games. You know, like Overcooked. Do you know how many hours I've put into Overcooked and Overcooked too? Like, just yep. stupid little zany multiplayer games like that. Absolutely love them. So, moving out look cute. Hogwarts Legacy, I couldn't give a rat's ass about. Uh, no. They they were like, oh, you guys excited? And then the crowd very seemingly didn't want to cheer, but it's yeah. almost like they were forced at gunpoint to cheer. And I was like, oof. And I just, <laughs> I didn't even watch it. I just seeked past the trailer. Uh, new Tales from the Borderlands, you probably already knew about that we've known about it for months uh can, can i just comment on the the name 
I hate new tales when games from the put new ta- like new anything like new Super Mario Brothers like that stuff irritates me to this day. I just I don't know I don't know it's it drives me insane because in like ten years. You know, you want to go back retro play? Yeah, I'm playing New Tales from the Border. Oh, it's a new one? No, oh, it's a new one? 10 years old. Like, I hate <laughs> they it. They can just I call it, it The Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah. Or or more Tales from the Borderlands, or, yeah. you know? Like, more scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, and of course, Randy Pitchford came out in a, you know, a fabulous uh, purplish glittery shirt and bright yellow fucking pants. Whatever. <clears throat> us magicians, man. Us magicians. <laughs> what What can I say? Dying Light 2, the secret that was never a fucking secret. Uh, yeah. That was supposed to be, like, the big reveal, and that totally got spoiled the night before. Um, no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me, let me jump ahead a minute here. Where are you? Holy hell, there's a bunch of crap at this show. Uh, Dead I- Oh, I was right. Dead Island 2, sorry. Dead Island 2 got spoiled at the, the night before. That is a thing when it wasn't a thing after being a thing. And yeah, you're going to get more of that. Uh, Warhammer, 40K Dark Tide Troy, new trailer. Continues new to trailer. Impress. Yeah, they keep getting better. Again, I would have liked to have seen gameplay, but at least this one was kind of like more on the customization side of things. So you were seeing yeah, things very, that yeah. you will have your hands on if it wasn't full yeah. gameplay. Yeah, it's uh, and we've seen enough of it here and there that those of us who know what the game should be are seeing the things that we want to see and the little bit of gameplay that we have seen. And then you get things like customization, stuff like that on top of it. Um, really excited for this game. And I think it's going to hit a lot of good check marks for a lot of people. I, I see this being a big release. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Uh, then, uh, and again, we're not going in any particular order here. We got from Squanch Games the high on life boss fight. Uh, so I guess actually showing gameplay, we got to give him a thumbs up for that. We got to give him a thumbs up from that. And uh, let me just say, I'm a huge Rick and Morty fan, right? There obviously there's some episodes for me that are are more hit than miss than other episodes. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. But I am okay with that style of humor, that type of humor that irreverence like I don't take things super seriously I think there are certain times when a non-PC joke is fine you know when it's in the right audience the right company and not done in a destructive manner to deliberately hurt somebody right I'm not like super far edge case so I I always thought I I could probably get behind some of the humor in this game I hated this video I hated this video whatever the dagger is my spirit Spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? This F this Neff that Neff 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 and I was like, yes, my man. Yeah, but see, and it just felt to me like it was just trying way too hard. Way too hard to find that edgy humor that when you watch an episode of Rick and Morty, the more edgy humor fits and slides right in, but they've also had all this time to develop the script, practice it, that didn't work, let's make some edits. You th- you would think that the same thing would be used here, it's just not. And by the way, I can't not hear Morty's voice and not that, hear Rick's voice because each of them is as talented as they may be. They each have like three voices. Like mm-hmm. that. that's it. They're not like high super range vocal voice artists or anything like that. They have very distinctive voices, even when they're trying to make them not distinctive. And there were little bits of funny in like the gun saying different things to you as you're fighting. And I like the concept of it more than I like the execution of it. And honestly, the boss fight looked boring as hell. Like the the whole thing just didn't do it for me. Yeah, the gameplay itself looked horrendous. I I wouldn't want to play this game if that's what it's going to look like gameplay-wise. Uh, but for, for me, I laughed out loud. And this was a boss like, fight. Dagger, like, this so. was not, hey, let's give a vertical slice. This was a boss fight. This should be one of yeah. the more exciting yeah. things to be happening. And it, and it looked like just some random schlub playing, just 
playing some against some random enemy in the game. It didn't come across as boss fighty. It didn't come across as engaging. It didn't come across as interesting at all. I will give you that absolutely. It's look. It looks like something that should have come out like for the original Wii. Yeah, yeah. I can. I mean, it does look a little dated. The although. Dual- but, you know, yeah, but I, I also don't expect like bleeding cutting edge out of Squanch games. You know, they're 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 not exactly a game studio. <laughs> you know, and the, the yeah, the guns were just way too distracting for me. I ended up focusing on them more than I I did like what was going on in the uh, the scene. They just did not shut up. The whole thing you just didn't didn't do it for me. I don't know. Maybe the game will be better, and some of that will be peeled back a little bit. But there were times where I was like, okay, we don't need to be constantly witty every eight seconds. Could you shut up and let me kill this boss? <sighs> yeah, I'm then, watching the trailer right now, and the, the the gameplay just doesn't look interesting at all. Then there was Hideo Kojima, gentlemen. What what could it be? What could it? What could it be, Dom? Silent Hill, right? A new Silent Hill. No, I that wasn't even on my radar. Uh, something anything some, tied to some, Konami? No some, way. Some partnership through Sony to to do a Metal Gear remake. De- Death Stranding three. De- They're just gonna skip two yeah, like De- Goat Simulator. Death Stranding two. What could Kojima be here to talk about? This is awesome. I, this one I didn't see coming. This one wasn't spoiled. Nobody. What saw is it? Coming. It's a podcast. Yeah, he's having wow. a brain structure podcast where it'll be talking in uh it'll be simulcast in uh both or available in both English and Japanese talking to various professionals in various fields. Welcome to Gamescom. Welcome. <laughs> that that's that's as boring as the gameplay I just got done watching. Hey, Gotham Knights. They surprised everybody saying, hey, we got news about our launch date. And everybody was like, ugh. And they were like, yeah, we're moving it up. October 3rd, 21st. <laughs> October 21st. I know Torchwick has been watching this one. Uh, very, very interested in it. Uh, is this something you're you're going after, Dom? No. No? No, I'm, I'm more interested in the Pokemon announcement. I've seen a very mixed bag when it comes to Gotham Knights. There, I've seen some folks. That's who what are Torchwick like, has said too. He's like, it looks pretty cool, but to just for a mainstream audience, it just doesn't seem to be grabbing any like mainstream attention at all. Yeah, Torchwick's like they they keep doing things that you're like, okay, that's cool, and then they he's like, they do things that just like that doesn't fit what you've done with other Gotham games. Like, yeah, this was very weird. I want it more like the Batman Arkham games and then I'm on board but that's this what Torchwick like, said yeah 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 yeah. I think everybody wants a little more Batman Gotham like the, the closest games. we got recently was Spider-Man that felt very much like the Batman games and mm-hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of that game yeah. so much that I platinumed it twice well aren't you special then there was my favorite non-Callisto protocol announcement that I did not see coming. We are getting an asymmetrical three versus seven multiplayer game based on killer clouds from outer space. You sons of bitches, you. You did it. You did it. <laughs> you absolutely did it. And when they said three against seven, I was like, wow, what odd numbers to... Oh, that's right. Those clowns, the, that those like the three main clowns in the movie, they... they they moved as a unit, so 3v7 yep. totally makes sense. Now, it's not by the team that did Friday the 13th, to be clear, but it is by the former executive director. So there's some leadership, at least, on this team that has done this type of asymmetrical gameplay before, and they have done it uh, very well. Uh, Friday the 13th was 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 awesome. It was great to play. Unfortunately, it got squashed under something that had nothing to do with them, the lawsuit between... Uh, studios and creators over who owned certain characters. Thus, they weren't able to do anything in the game anymore until those lawsuits were settled, and it took so damn long that it just basically killed the damn game. So, uh, a lead that has done this type of stuff before, you know me in horror movies, 1980s horror movies in particular are like a soft spot. This is one that my dad and I watched a bajillion times. I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be so dumb but I don't care. 
and then I'm getting oh. a Texas Chainsaw Massacre one, asymmetric gay play, and then I'm getting Ghostbusters uh, Spirits Unleashed. Like, bam, 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 bam. Dom, you and I, we got some stuff to do, son. We yep. got some yep. stuff to Absolutely. do because you and I do enjoy these asymmetrical ones. Absolutely. Yeah, when done correctly, these are a, a lot of fun. Uh, my concern is we're starting to get so many of them now. Are they going to become the next Battle Royale where they all just kind of start blending together and they all kind of look imagine? the same, they all kind of do the same thing? Can you imagine, like, the, no, this one's 3v7. Different. Totally different. Yeah, totally, totally different. Totally different. Not 1v4. Nah, 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 nah. 3v7. 3v7. You down, Havoc? All right, you're going to get in with us too? Awesome. We'll, we'll make a whole stream of, uh, about it. I mean, we could have 10 people. It's 3v7. So we'll make a whole stream yep. about it. Absolutely. Uh, could you imagine like sitting there like, hey, we want to make one of those. Uh, let's do Friday the... Th oh, somebody already did that. How about Texas Chains? No, somebody did that. We do Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, how would you really make that one work? Plus, it might be a little on the expensive side. <sighs> oh, dude, do you guys remember Killer Clowns from Outer Space? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got Evil Ain't Dead, it? Troy. Evil Dead. It, it was the same. Yeah, the Evil the Dead. Same yeah. space. It was either Killer Clowns from Outer Space or Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. You know, so. this this IP to do this game was probably like eight dollars and a beef jerky. Like it, <laughs> it could not. It could not have been. We, we probably much. we probably could have afforded to purchase <laughs> right. this IP for a game. Right. <laughs> uh. When we get to future game show, day two of Gamescom, honestly, that one to me felt like an indie showcase, and I'm totally fine with an indie showcase, but I didn't expect the future game show to be an indie showcase. Uh, there seemed, at least for me, there seemed to be like nothing that I was horribly interested in, but I will defer to you two if there were other titles, either in opening night or in future game show that you do want to mention and call out here, Dom. Yeah, no... Nothing really stood out to me. Troy? I was going to say, nothing stood out to me at all uh, other than just the response I got from Dune and then, of course, being excited for uh, the Warhammer 40K. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately delayed, but we're we're still supposed to get yeah. it this year, right? November, isn't it? Is that November? Uh, Dark I, thought, Tide? I, thought they already, I thought they already pushed that back. Did they not? Yeah, November 30th. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was delayed to November 30th. <laughs> It'd probably get hey. delayed again. Probably. I know our buddy uh, Mike Schaffner is going to be really interested in the, the Genshin update. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Schaffner loves him some Genshin. Loves him mm -hmm. some Genshin. Have you guys... Uh, did I use all the B-roll that I wanted to use there? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> moving on from Gamescom, Saints Row came out this week. <laughs> talk, talk about some... Uh... A way to reboot your game. This is not the way to do it, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, they went for the cyberpunk approach. This one's bad, folks. But here's the thing. We knew it was going to be bad. <laughs> Everything like, leading up to this looked like it was not going to be good. Yeah, like the moment we saw the first like reveal trailers and stuff like this, those of us that have been Saints Row fans, like Saints Row kind of caught lightning in a bottle at like the right time and almost by accident in, in my mind, right? Mm -hmm. Like it tried to be a little over the top Grand Theft Auto and Saints Row 1 and Saints Row 2. And then when they did Saints Row 3, they kind of figured out, hey, we're actually better when we're not trying to be an over-the-top version of GTA, but when we're more making fun of GTA-style games and just fully owning that tongue-in-cheek making fun of this genre while playing a game. Like, I feel like they really hit their stride with the third one. This yeah, is that was definitely by far the most popular release. This was... And what's weird is it is being reviewed... Uh, like anywhere from a one to a 10, it depends on what outlet you're talking to. Some of these outlets like IGN, you know, I think is probably ironically, as much as I give them a bunch of shit, they scored it a six out of 10. And I think that's probably fair. It's maybe a slightly above average open world game in a vacuum, in a vacuum by itself. 
but it's got the Saints Row name. <laughs> like, you were trying to capitalize on the audience that liked, once again, irreverent humor, non-politically correct humor, tongue-in-cheek making fun of itself and its genre. And it does do over-the-top set pieces, right? Things blowing up, you know, laying on top of a car and shooting rocket launchers at cars chasing you and all kinds, of, yeah, with the Saints Row crowbar in it. All kinds of that over-the-top stuff. But it almost feels like they pulled the soul out of the game. Mm -hmm. And I understand why they maybe, Dom, didn't dive into the humor of yesteryear when it when it's Saints Row. We're in a very different climate now. And executives, you know, like it or not, although Saints Row has a big fan base or had a big fan base, they wanted to sell it to not just that fan base. They wanted to sell this to anybody that wants a GTA-style open-world game while they're waiting for GTA 6. Which, by the way, you're now not allowed to say in most Twitch chats for some reason. Um, anyway, when... <laughs> not kidding. Not kidding. Um, but they... I don't feel like they needed to do the humor in the, the that they've done in the past, which might be just downright offensive for large-scale yeah. audiences in, in today's climate. I, I'm with them and I understand, but it also felt like they sucked all the soul out of this. I don't understand. Right now, it is scoring a 2.7 overall if you look at Google's uh, stuff. If you go to Metacritic, uh, the PlayStation 5 and things like that, they are rating user scores of like three. The meta mm. score from editors is 63, but this is where it gets really odd. Gaming Nexus, 95. This is the PlayStation 5 version. 95. Game Byte, 80. IGN Italia, 75. And then, like, Destructoid, I think, put it at an, at an 8? You're out of your damn minds. Like, the reviews... How much of that is, is paid, though? I, of course they're facing those accusations, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, you got paid for it. It's Oh, and by the way, we haven't even talked about the bugs, Dom. You you said the cyberpunk earlier. If you want to talk about that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't. I don't know very much about it, but all I I was looking through some of the comments, and people are just complaining that it's it's absolutely almost like unplayable on Xbox, like alone. <laughs> if you read the gaming nexus review, it doesn't sound that way. Really? What, what did they say? Volition's gamble to reset and reground Saints Row pays off generously. A visual delight with plenty of gameplay mechanics keep players goofing off for days. Did they play the same game everybody else played? I don't... Hmm. 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 It's sad. Uh, it is sad to see. But it's also not, as I said before, it's not surprising to see. Like, as soon as we saw this reveal, way back when, everybody that was a Saints Row fan was like, you're just trying to capitalize on Saints Row fans. This does not feel, look, or sound like a Saints Row game. A Saints Row, it just, it just doesn't. Uh, AGC, one of my favorite YouTube reviewers, independent reviewers, is like this is a wait for a deep deep sale if you want it <laughs> just wait for a deep deep sale because it's not going to take long to get there to be fair they are trying to fix a bunch of the bugs you know of course they are right but how long that will go on who knows yeah it's one of those ones that like yeah there, sure there's fun to be had here and i we wouldn't even have talked about it troy if it didn't have the saints row name if it was just like hey you know there's new a new Open world GTA clone by Troy's gaming studio. <clears throat> that's getting yeah, some mediocre. That's studio? that's getting some mediocre reviews across the board. But if you're looking for something to do before GTA Six, great. Because it has the Saints Row name, though, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. The story is boring as hell. It is absolutely boring. It's just boring. I think, it was, it I think it was Skillup that said I'm that I'm going to tell you that the story is boring. It's, it's uh, boring. I think Skillup said that it, 
they played the game and it seemed like that they were really trying to target millennials with a lot of the humor but the, the, it, it just seems to miss on every count of that it's unfortunate this is why we can't have nice things you, that's, you can't just, I don't know what Go ahead. No, it's just I, I I hate this like targeting a a generation for humor. Like when what happened to like timeless humor? You know? You know what? Or if you know what if, with a, with an IP like this that has the past that it does though, Dom, I feel like targeting the humor would have been totally fine if they would have targeted yeah. the humor the way they targeted the previous <laughs> game's humor and just said, yes. "Look, there's yeah. going to be people that think this is offensive." There are going to be people that don't buy this. There are going to be people that hate this. And we're probably not going to get any more of an audience than we have on previous Saints Row titles because of the way we're going to just totally own what we do. And you know what? They would have made money. But and, yeah, your and, existing fans would have absolutely loved that Yeah, and, and reviewed this into the moon. I just hate when when you alienate the fan base that you already have. You That's know, like, the thing. I don't have a problem yeah. with you targeting an audience. Yeah. Particularly if you have an established IP and you know exactly what audience you need to target yeah. to make that. But when you shift so far away from that to try and open up the audience, it's that old saying, right? You try to please everybody. Who do you end up pleasing? Nobody. Uh, and, and that's where <laughs> and that's where Saints Row is is falling right now. When you can get it to run when you can get it to run and when hitting somebody with a car isn't shooting the npc into the sky just google the bugs they are funny it's it's kind of like watching the it, cyberpunk bugs when that first came out it's kind of like watching the the let's play it out youtube channel yeah <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i got shot into the sky when i was hit by a giant in skyrim when it first launched too so. me too the skyrim <laughs> space program let's go uh, yeah that's bethesda though you expect that <laughs> you expect. that's true that is that is their target audience is, the, is yeah. the people who are just gonna work through the bugs for the first i mean let's weeks. be real have you played skyrim if you haven't been launched into space right right do you even launch into space like uh do you even something skyrim? in a in ESO one time where we ran into a giant and I'm like, I'm disappointed it's not sending me to space right now. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't really a Elder Scrolls game. What the hell? All right, let's talk about some miscellaneous. <laughs> Torchwick was just shot into the sky by a giant in Skyrim a few days ago. <laughs> <laughs> it took him a while to get into like the Elder Scrolls stuff, but I finally got Torchwick into him. Finally, yeah. finally, finally. And, he, and he's been having a blast off and on with Skyrim. Has he been playing on the the stream deck? Uh, no, no, no. He's an RIT. The steam, the steam. Did you think the stream, the steam deck went with him? Are you out of your damn mind? Steam decks and my steam decks upstairs in the living room. He's in. I New mean, York. knowing you, I just figured you ordered like three of them, so no. you know, I, I can't be sure. Oh hell no! That thing was six fifty. Get the hell out of here! You, come on, we all know you bought a PS five to keep in the box. You have another one that you play. <laughs> no, I did not. We get know, the hell we out know, here. Mike. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> one right. shelf. Some miscellaneous news. No, Amazon is not buying EA. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! At least I not. wouldn't have been disappointed. At least not. Yeah, it, it, at least not yet. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> at least yeah. It seems on brand for them. It does. Like I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. This start. This way. started yesterday, and somebody shot it to me and was like, "You should cover this on MMO Bomb." And if had it been news, we would have because both companies own multiplayer stuff. So absolutely. But I was like, there, "No, this isn't true." And within twenty minutes, all of a sudden, CNBC was like, "This isn't true." This started by one author putting something up on uh, USA Today. It wasn't technically USA Today. It was GLHF, which is uh, an outlet and partner for For the Win, put it up on their site. Uh, and then USA Today, after CNBC, went on TV and said, this isn't true. Um, they're, well, they're not talking Steam Deck 2. We, we can cover that after the show. Um, they're, they're talking more future support of the the brand but anyway um yeah so usa then took it down no now we did talk about on this show how that was an option ea was kind of exploring being purchased and amazon was one of the potential buyers as well as disney and some other entities uh but cnbc says that their sources say 
This is not going to happen unless everybody that was previously involved in these discussions are no longer involved at all in these discussions. So, mm. like, unless they got rid of the entire team that was part of the original discussions <laughs> and replaced them, this is unlikely to happen. Somebody didn't get yep. along. <laughs> all right. Uh, what else we got? Ah, hey, Troy, remember a few weeks ago when we said, I think it was you on the show, uh, yeah. when si yeah. Sony did their financial call and they were asked about, are you going to increase the price of the PlayStation 5? And they said they cannot comment or they had no comment on the price of mm -hmm. the PlayStation 5 in response to them not quite meeting their financial targets that they had set. Uh, and we laughed on this show because not saying no meant, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah. we're going to. <laughs> we're going to. Uh, they are. They are increasing the cost of the PlayStation 5 in basically everywhere but the United States uh, right now. So both editions in Europe, UK, Middle East, Africa, Asia, Latin America, and Canada, the United States really the only market that isn't seeing a price increase right now. We talked about this on Thursday's The Relic Grind because this immediately had Japanese gamers slamming Square Enix requesting that Final Fantasy 16 release on PC immediately with the PlayStation 5. Because remember, at launch, that title is PS5 exclusive. Yeah. Now, it's only a timed exclusive, so it will eventually come to PC like uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake did. But with the just sheer unavailability of the PlayStation 5 still, and now the price increase, Japanese gamers extremely pissed off. And unfortunately, rightfully so. Rightfully so, but unfortunately, nothing's going to be done about it. Like, no, because like you could scream and yell and whatever all you want, but that's not how like legal contracts work. That they yeah, sign the deal to make exclusive, you yeah. know, like. So yeah, that's kind of a mess. While on top of that, as we were talking about pre-show, Sony getting sued for almost six billion dollars in the UK over their practices for the PlayStation Store, charging developers a flat 30% to get on that store, which is then in turn causing developers to increase their prices and give those prices to the consumers. UK watchdogs going after them for that, trying to score a bunch of money for the last six years or so to anybody that's bought anything on the PlayStation Store. The confusing thing about that to me is that they aren't going after all walled gardens yet, just Sony. And maybe you argue that, yeah, Steam is 30%, but there are other digital distribution platforms on PC. Maybe that's the men the, the mental thinking there. But then you have yeah. Apple and, you know, Epic Games going after Apple in the United States for the same thing that now the UK government is going after Sony for. Uh, and in pre-show, we kind of talked about maybe that's, let's get one out of the way and see what happens. And then <laughs> try to go after mm -hmm. the rest, maybe. But yeah, Sony... Not having a good time right now. However, your boys at Xbox and Nintendo had some stuff to say very, very quickly, Troy, on this price increase. What did what did they say? Uh, they said uh, we will not be increasing prices. <laughs> <laughs> a, a very, very easy PR move. Probably something that may not have even been asked if Sony hadn't been raising prices, but you know, be able to take advantage of that and be like, oh, they're over there raising prices. Nah. I think we're good where we're at. Keep everybody happy. And while that may be like, you're like, okay, cool with Xbox. I, I read Nintendo, Dom, uh, we're not increasing prices. And I was like, the fuck you better not. Your shit's like seven <laughs> years old now. I know. I know. <laughs> like, were you going to uh, increase it in year eight of its life? Come on. I'm Come still on. waiting for that Super Nintendo Switch. Right. <laughs> Uh, Phil Spencer, by the way, speaking of Xbox, does think that we will see less and less exclusives over time. Uh, I think that's very interesting for a company that is buying Activision Blizzard. Right. Uh, and certainly has, you know, at least the next well, three Call of Duties they plan, they contractually have to put on PlayStation. And then yeah. Sony is yelling at all these um, legislative bodies all over the world. We talked about Brazil saying... They're, this 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 is unfair. You know, nobody can compete with Call of Duty. They're going to make it exclusive. Microsoft saying we're not making it exclusive. Now Phil Spencer in an interview saying I think exclusives are eventually going to go away and get less and less anyway. I mean, saying all the right things, but it's kind of tempting, I guess, sometimes <laughs> just be like, yeah, this is going to be our piece of the pie. 
Yeah, yeah I don't I mean, know. It's they're just... spending so much money buying up stuff. Like, th- there's got to be more exclusives, at least planned in the future for them. They're, they've got to want some of that to be exclusive. They've got to, like you said, they've got to want, you know, th- why have a piece of the pie when you can have the whole pie? I mean, does do the exclusives really do anything for them at this point, right? You have you have the fan base, the loyalty. They're buying the consoles anyway, right? Regardless, you, you're either Team PlayStation, uh, Team Microsoft, or or Team PC. You know, like yeah. But Phil you, Spencer you're, you're has been saying there. the right things but, lately. Now, wh- right, whether he'll but, not, he'll execute them because he he like he did exactly what I would do on this topic. He was like, look, I don't want when when you want to play a game like when Mike wants to play a game with Dom. We don't want to worry about what hunk of plastic is in our right. living room. And, like, literally, that is the phrase he used. We don't want to well, worry about what hunk of plastic happens to be in our yeah, living room. Yeah, that's exactly what I was getting to. Like, because it's, it's not... It's not a smart business move to keep the games off of other consoles when you can sell those games to those consoles and still make a profit. Like, yep. I, I, I agree with, with Phil on this, and... I think we will see a lot less exclusives. That's not to say none. Yeah. Just just less. Uh, oh, this is so cool. And maybe it's only cool to me because I'm an NHL hockey guy. I've loved and played hockey since, God, I don't know. How old were we? Havoc, like six, seven, something like that. NHL 23 will feature the first woman on a Prime Sports cover, Prime Sports game cover. If you don't know, this is Sarah Nurse. She's of the Canadian women's national team. She set a bunch of records in the frickin' Olympics and helped guide Team Canada uh, to the gold there. Obviously, uh, if you're an NHL fan, posing next to her is uh, Trevor Zegras from uh, the Anaheim Ducks who has his own series of just absolutely amazing stuff. Uh, Check it out on YouTube. But this is the first time that two people have shared the cover and that a woman has shared the cover of the game as well. Very, very cool. Uh, My daughter, who is very, very into hockey, since I took her to her first hockey game about a year and a half ago now, and we've gone to a bunch since then, very, very into hockey. Loved watching. Loved watching Sarah do her thing. Just thought it was amazing. You know, as somebody that has a teenage daughter, I am like more. When I was a teenage boy, I didn't care. Right? I was like a 16, 17, 18. I don't care who's on the cover of NHL. Oh, oh, it was Mario Lemieux this year. Sweet. You know, that's my guy. And then every other year, I didn't, I didn't care. And then even like, I'll, I'm going to be honest, as an early parent, I didn't care. I didn't care. Having a teenage daughter watching her grow up, watching like who she idolizes, who she's, you know, interacting with on social media, stuff like that. It's become a, more aware in my head of just the lack of certain yep. role models in certain industries for her. Uh, so this, I think, is awesome. Now, obviously, we're not going to get a, a female NHL anytime soon and, and, and stuff like that. And there are arguments for and against that with the performance of, uh, you know, the WNBA and how well it does as a financial entity and things like that. Or doesn't do. Or doesn't, yeah. Uh, And we could, hell, talk about that for hours. But I think this is very cool. Very cool. Obviously, super talented woman, super talented woman, totally deserving to be on the cover. And to have the honor of being the first female on the cover, I think that's very cool. On a side note, do you want to know what the last NHL... uh game i played was on what, what console it was on genesis close super nintendo n64 n64 yeah wow i would have thought you would have been yeah. like a 94 95 guy on the sega i mean super nintendo. i mean don't get me wrong genesis it, there was a gap it was like whatever i don't remember which and it was one of them that you could slap shot through the glass and i was i was able to do that pretty consistently yeah i remember that one on on genesis but then I, I like there was a big gap and then like I played the N sixty four one just to nah, see. Yeah, you go like back in, to ninety four and you put Wayne Gretzky oh, yeah. on his ass. Put him on his ass, <laughs> send him out of the game. I had to see what it was like in three D on the sixty four though I had to. <laughs> Troy, this is really cool. The Last of Us Part One. I whether or not you care about this particular game, I, I don't care either. Uh but they're gonna be using the PlayStation five controllers haptic feedback 
in a very unique way. Uh, because if you know anything about the haptic feedback, it's not just a rumble, right? There are different things that that can do. It's not just a vibration or a rumble like controllers in the past. There are different techniques they can use to trigger certain parts, intensity, and all kinds of different aspects of what that feedback can do. They're going to use it to actually assist deaf players in, you know, I don't want to say hearing the dialogue, but being able to uh, recognize the emotion and tone of dialogue that they may be reading on the screen in the form of subtitles. Game director Matthew Gallant says that they will use it so that way a deaf player can feel the way a line is delivered, can feel the emphasis along with the subtitles to give some sense of how that line is being delivered. So my guess here is like if they're exceedingly angry or yelling a more intense vibration or in certain parts, like, but that's not all that they're doing. That's cool enough with the controller. They say, we're expecting this to be an accessible experience for blind players, deaf players, players with motor accessibility needs. The biggest newest feature we have are audio descriptions for cinematics. Audio descriptions for cinematics. So you don't have to rely on sight to see the cinematics. We partnered with Descriptive Video Works, a professional service whose background is TV, movies, and video game trailers, and integrated it into the cutscenes and across all of our localized languages. Um, a lot more needs to be done, obviously, in accessibility when it comes to video games. And that is a topic that literally we could discuss on the show for a few hours. So we're going to have to skip it for today. And is there more that Last of Us can do? Probably. Probably. It's not going to be the... But these are very, very cool features. Very, very intelligently like they reached out to a company Troy they were like we don't know the best way to do this let's get a company that does this for a living to do it for us that shows a dedication to wanting to get the feature there knowing it's just going to be an expense for you I was going to say that that that's how you know that they want it to be right. They want it to be done well. Is that they're reaching out? They're not just doing it in house and be like, oh look at this fancy feature we have. Buy our seventy dollar remake. Um, the fact that they've actually reached out and put some thought and emphasis on the accessibility, which is like you said, can be such a struggle for some folks in the video game genre specifically. Uh, it's good to see a company finally reaching out and really making an effort towards accessibility. Absolutely. And others have and, to. Others have to. Like, we don't want to put them on a huge pedestal by, by themselves yeah. here. There's still a long way to go as an industry, though, I think is the, uh, the point all three of us would yes, make. Yes. I was just going to say, I think the story of the game is great, too. And what better place to start than, you know, this this game for, for storytelling. So, um, Metal Gear and uh, Silent Hill fans, we kind of talked a little bit earlier, and I think some of you are getting a little hyped over what will be nothing. Uh, mm -hmm. So Konami has said that they are going to release 23 games and 18 DLC packs uh, on digital distribution platforms for the PC, classic and new games on the official Konami shop. In there are things like Castlevania, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, Contra, other games. So people are, well, the Metal Gears and Silent Hills will be coming back. And then maybe they'll do some, uh, no. <laughs> slow your roll, slow your roll. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm right there with you. Like, believe me, my heart is with you. And we've talked about it on the show, how much my heart is with you. And I want new, but it, no. The, the one that I would love to see in this group, but I'm not getting my hopes up, uh, is Shadow of Destiny. Uh, that was that was one of my favorite Konami games. Yeah, it was um, a play PlayStation Two, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was. It, it, if you're if you're not in the U.S. or Canada, I believe it was called Shadow of Memories for everyone outside of the U.S. Um, but yeah, Shadow of Destiny was a fantastic game. Time travel. <laughs> Torchwick Metal Gear Rising is still it a Metal actually, Gear game. We're talking about the fact that Metal Gear 2 and Metal Gear 3 are virtually unplayable unless you own them uh, from way back in the day because you cannot get them anywhere because they lost the rights to some of the other stuff inside those games. Those are the ones we're talking about, Torchwick, that you know maybe they'll, they'll do something so that they can end up on this service. Probably not. 
probably not. I was also going to say that it, uh, it ha- has uh, Charles Martinet, uh, the voice of S- Super Mario in, in the game, but a uh, very, very different role, one you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Just like, a you're little. not going to recognize him. Not going to recognize nope. him. Uh, we met him at um, Too Many Games. Not the most recent one, the the one the previous year. Yeah, I met him at the yeah. uh, the opening of so uh, Nintendo nice. New York. He was so nice. He was so yeah. kind to my kids and was just like signing away this poster and doing the voice. And then he's like, I'm going to write this so, one upside down. Woo! Like, he was so nice. He's so happy. Yeah. Like, he... And, well, and like, we saw the, him at like 9 o'clock at night. He was done yeah. in like five minutes. And he was still I, like that. I saw him super early at like eight or nine in the morning for the the opening of Nintendo New York, and he's running up and down the street going yeah, wah, wahoo! You know, it's just like <laughs> ju- doing doing the Mario fist pumps. Everything is just like insane. Uh, we'll have to Man's see how the movie goes now, right? I'm. Yeah. Hey, the Netflix Resident Evil series. I just wanted to let you know is canceled. Mm, surprise one season very, one very season surprised. shocked this is my shocked face really i'm kind of i'm kind of really see i disagree i think it would have been fine if it wasn't resident evil like yeah, if you would have just renamed all of those characters took it out of umbrella like if it had nothing to do with resident evil i think it would have been a mediocre sci-fi romp that would it have gotten another season? I don't know. Probably not. But I don't think it would have garnered the hate that it did because it had the Resident Evil name. Uh, yeah. I think they could have done something really cool and gone for, like, a title that didn't have Resident Evil in it, right? And, like, name the show something completely obscure, set zombie apocalypse or whatever, and then the very last scene, you know, do, like, some very light Resident Evil reference, and you're like, oh... <gasps> And then you're hyped for season two. Yeah, then you're right? like, oh my God, that's, season two. Yeah. Umbrella like, Corp. That, that's the what? way you should have done it. You should never have come out the gun saying this, that this is a Resident Evil show when you knew it, you were so far removed from it. Well, yeah. I and mean, they're like totally, you know, retconning yeah. Albert Wesker's character. And yeah, anyway, I was, yeah. I, I was all right with the show. I didn't hate it as much as others did. I, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I, I, but I'm not like, surprised I'm it was Recently, canceled. a lot of stuff that people are just so like negative toward like i will watch it and go i don't know why this is so bad like i laughed really hard during Lightyear, right the the the, the little cat whatever i died died laughing at some of the, the the moments of that but it's like it's not my favorite movie and i'm not gonna rush out to see it again but i didn't i i'm not holding a pitchfork to it you i know? did watch chippendale's rescue rangers what'd you uh, think of that one yesterday oh, with my my oldest son it was incredible it was I, so good. Was it really? It was the Seth so Rogen, good. The Seth Rogen laugh scene. I like. I was in tears. It is tears. so good, Troy. And and Dom, I know you were one telling me to watch that and telling me to yeah. watch Lightyear. I haven't watched Lightyear yet, but I did watch. I think we talked about this last week, actually. Both of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did watch Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers as a fan of the cartoon show way back in the day. Troy, if you have Disney Plus, boot it up and watch it tonight. I'm opening Disney Plus right now. It is it's 100% worth a watch. Some of that shit is so funny. I have no idea how these marketing licenses were actually negotiated and pulled off because the, there are so many cross-brand things in there. I and, don't want to spoil and they anything. Are, and they are irrever- but... irreverent with every single one of them. I don't want to spoil anything, but the major cameo yeah. that was not Disney licensed, yeah. fantastic. Yep. It is absolutely tremendous. Is it? Apparently, Coca-Cola wanted no parts of it, though. Like they, uh, I don't get that. They, yeah, don't they were, get it. I don't either. Some of the bootleg movie titles are insanely brilliant. Insanely. Yeah. Yes. Watch it tonight, Troy. If you yeah, even I'll, remotely I'll liked that cartoon when we were kids, yes, I absolutely you did. Have to watch it. It was so good. Let's slide over and do games of the week. Games of the week is the way we end every episode of a gaming gumbo. Here, each one of us is going to give you a game. Could be a video game, board game, TCG, mobile game, whatever. Something we're playing, played in the past, haven't played yet, but think you should play. And we're going to recommend it to you. You let us know in the comments on readycheckradio.com or on YouTube who gave the best recommendation. And if you've got something to recommend to us that we should watch, play, or whatever, by all means, 
throw it down there. What do you got, Dom? Um, so one of my good friends has been playing this game called SCP Secret Laboratory. It is a free game on Steam. Uh, I'll just read the little synopsis on Steam. It says, deep within the SCP Foundation during a containment breach, many of the anomalies have bypassed security and escaped from their chambers without peaceful intentions. Become site personnel, a recontainment agent, or an anomalous entity and fight to take control of or escape the facility. Uh, I haven't played it myself personally, but my friend swears by this, and I, I have to. I have to get into it. It just looks really good. I am anything that starts with SCP. You have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> I am replaying through right now PlayStation One's Chrono Cross. Uh, absolutely wonderful RPG. If you are a fan of Chrono Trigger, this is the quote unquote sequel to it. Uh, you don't need to play one to enjoy the other. There's just a little extra stuff here and there for those of you that have played both. Absolutely wonderful RPG. Absolutely wonderful uh, combat system. Very unique, particularly for its time, but even still relatively unique today. Nobody's really kind of done what they did with the uh, turn-based combat. So Chrono Cross on the PlayStation 1. Troy, finish it up. Uh, I am hooked on New World again, and I'm going to recommend that this is a good time to come back. Uh, the way the changes that have been made since launch, they've cleaned up a lot of the problems. Uh, they've made some of the, the gearing and the in-game grind uh, more interesting. You have more agency in what you're getting, when you're getting it. Um, and also next week, stay tuned to MMOBomb.com. We've got some information about the future of the game coming out next week. Yeah, that'll uh, happen on Tuesday. Troy has a wonderful bit of stuff to share with you that neither of us is allowed to talk about right now. So you'll have to come and read what he has to say on Tuesday. We'll be back, of course, next Saturday with another episode of Gaming Gumbo, but don't miss Tarkoth streams this weekend, my Final Fantasy TCG streams on Monday, and the Relic Grind, our Final Fantasy XIV slash Square Enix podcast on Thursday. We'll be back Saturday, and hopefully a Torchwick will be back after us. Until then, Dom, where can everybody find you? Find me down below at uh, It's Zista on Twitter. Troy. On Twitter at Noobfridge. I'm Mike Byrne. Follow me right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, and you'll know every single time we go live. Until next time, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Later. I think the last of the TV series is going to be as bad as the film.